Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. I'm the sports director here at Bayhackle Sports. Thanks for joining us for another episode. And I am joined by a very special guest, Dawson Jones. He is a senior at Marvin Ridge, yes, and he is a place kicker for the football team. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. So let's just talk about this first. Talk to me a little bit about your journey. Uh, did you grow up, love playing football? Did you start late in life? Like, how did football all come about? Uh, I grew up playing, being a soccer player, and so like as a lot of kickers, we all start as soccer players. Let me stop you there for a I was a kicker. Just let everybody know, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, and so I kind of like grew up just kicking like any sort of ball, and that kind of like that's how I built my leg. And so one day I just decided to pick up a football and try it, and then I was like, maybe I'm good at it. And so then I joined the middle school football team seventh grade, and then had just been playing ever since. And what school was that? Uh, Marvin Ridge. Oh, it was Marvin Ridge. Got it. Cool. Awesome. Cool. So. Was you say you kind of like you know picked it up and started doing it? Was there a moment? Do you remember in your young life where it was like, okay, I can really do this? You know, what I'm getting at a difference yep. from just going, okay, it's fun to, I can really do this. Was there kind of a defining moment? Yep. I did a kicking camp going in my eighth grade year, and a lot of the top kids in the whole area were there, and so I ended up winning the camp. And then I was like, maybe you know I can compete with all the top kids, and like maybe there's a future in football. And so I was like, I'm gonna play high school and just stick it out and see where it goes. So, for folks out there who may not know, I mean, people say they're like, okay, it's just kicking a football. But just explain to me just how mechanical it is. What What is the, the mindset and, and the physical part of it? Like, you know what I'm trying to get at? Yep. How, how tough is it? Because people are like, you miss a 30-yard field goal, mm -hmm. stuff, whatever. How, how tough is it mechanically and, fit, you know, just all together how to get it done? Well, it's super tough because there's a lot of different, like, mechanical aspects in the start is like there's everything like contact and there's so many different like ways we approach that and like where you hit the ball and there's everything from like your steps and alignment to backswing to follow through there's like 10 20 different like major aspects in the mechanics and so it's hard because you have like it takes a while to fine-tune like each different part and put them all together it's hard to like put every single aspect that you've been working on for a long time and make it all like flow together and work so in terms of um, senior year of high school um, how excited are you? Here we go. We're getting started, you know, <laughs> just this week or next week. How excited are you for the season? And, uh, you know, what do you, let me talk about Marvin Rich and, and the team. Uh, the coach, what's his message been maybe out there? And what is maybe the expectations for the season, for the team itself? Uh, we have pretty high expectations this year. We kind of did like a program shift and we kind of were like, we're going to break down from the like base of our program and see like what can we improve on to have a better season than last season. So we have like brought in a leadership council of a bunch of kids and so we have like had a lot of meetings with the coaches and mean like this is where we think as players like it could help grow our program like what we need to do. And so we've implemented a lot of like different changes and a lot of uh, new standards for our program and so right now they're working and we feel really good for the season. Cool. Growing up and playing football and, and being a kicker also. Um, do you think we put too much pressure on ourselves? I mean, there are 11 guys that are out there, mm -hmm. 22 guys when you think about offense, defense, and stuff like that. And I always had a coach tell me, I remember I missed an extra point one time. Mm -hmm. It was devastated because yep. we lost 14-13. But I remember the coach pulled me aside going, you did not lose us the game. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot more to it. We should have scored more points. We shouldn't have given up the two touchdowns. But as a mentality of a, of a kicker, how tough is it not to kind of have the weight of the entire you step out there yep. in, the, in the spotlight to have the entire weight of the team, the school, <laughs> you know, everybody around, not to have that weight on your shoulders. And how do you maybe, you know, just kind of push that aside? Um, it is tough with all the pressure because I feel like as a kicker, it's different than most positions where if, like, you mess up, like, 
the whole play is messed up and it's like and you might not get another shot to go out there like you're not guaranteed another kick another punt in the game when a lot of times if you're you know a quarterback you throw a pick you get to go out there next drive and just you know redo it and kind of just go and so as a kicker it's like kind of a you know you have one shot and if you miss I mean it is tough because that's like your job and your one thing and so I guess it's just getting over the mindset of like you know you can make a mistake it's like I'm just gonna go out I'm gonna like get it out of my mind and just hit the next one it's hard to do but it's just something all of us have to learn yeah I know and, and you mentioned like people always like people always when they talk about kickers and stuff they're like you have one job mm -hmm. okay but so does everybody else yeah. quarterback has one job be the quarterback lineman you know, you, you have your job, block. So I, I I get what you're saying. It is tough. So um, did place kicking. I know punting wise. Did you just kind of have you punted since middle school, or did you just kind of start meshing into that, or have you punted the whole time too? I've started the past year and a half, two years, kind of implementing the punting, and I've been going to my trainer a lot. And so we've you know started from scratch. And so I'm a little bit late to join the punting party, but uh, it's going pretty well. Talk to me about that. How tough is that? Punt. It's punt well. Yeah, it's pretty tough because punting is all like you have to get rotation on the ball, and so it's all based on like if you like hit the like a millimeter off like the center of the football, like you might get a bad rotation, and that's gonna throw off the whole punt. So no matter how good your drop is, like dropping the football, no matter how good your swing is, it's like if you miss hit the ball by like an inch, a millimeter, whatever, like your whole punt's kind of thrown off. So it's super specific to hit the ball right and get the rotation. I know place kicking wise, it's a little different ball game than mm -hmm. maybe the punting. I remember the first time I punted in a game. Mm -hmm. I'd practiced it and stuff, but the first time I actually punted in a game, and I knew I had eleven guys or ten guys coming at me. Um, do you remember the first time you punted and and maybe had somebody coming at you? Those ten guys or eight guys, and what was that like? Uh, it was in middle. Rush? <laughs> it was in middle school, and I was like shaking kind of back there. I was like, I've never really punted in practice at all. I was like, I just got catching and kick it and the snap went over my head in the oh. end zone so it made it even worse and I just picked it up and I kicked it and I got it maybe 20 yards downfield and I was like it could be worse I didn't really have high expectations because I knew it was gonna be pretty tough so walk me through a, a practice um, I know that you know the offense mm -hmm. is doing their deal the defense is doing their deal I know for myself you know I would take you know eight balls and go to the field and mm -hmm. you know kick for two hours just talk to me a little bit about you know what maybe a, a practice looks like for you? It's going to depend a lot on the days of the week because of what special teams we're going to be doing that day. And so we normally start off like we go by periods in our practice. It's all like period one, period two. And so a lot of times it'll be like pretty early in the practice we'll have a special team. And so if I hear we're going to do punt today, so that's kind of my whole warm-up. I get stretched, do all the warm-ups that way. And then it's more like, you know, I do drops. And I do just a bunch of stuff without even kicking the football, just work on mechanically what I can do and I'll hit a couple balls, go into pump period. And then after that, it's really kind of just like stretch and wait because like we have a lot of rep counts and we have right. like a lot of things we have to hit. And so it's hard like sometimes you don't have much to do because you can't keep kicking or else your legs going to be tired and right. sore. How do you yeah. stay kind of um, in tune with the team? I mean, do you follow like, like if they're doing offense, follow the offense, know mm -hmm. the plays, kind of know what the calls are, know what's going down. How much are you like – in tune for a practice when maybe you're just sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, I'm always paying attention. I'm watching and seeing if like I can go service the offense. Like if the quarterbacks need just people like underhand snaps or when we do like routes on air and stuff, right. I'm always like there like, hey, I'll toss you the balls or defense if they need someone just to throw to the corners while they're doing, you know, ball tracking uh, drills and stuff. I'm always just wanting to help in whatever I can do. So um, 
I probably consider you, in looking at some things, one of the top special team players in our area in terms of, and I know you were recruited by people. Talk to me a little bit about the recruitment process. How crazy was that? Getting letters in the mail or hearing from coaches or having coaches come to your house. <laughs> Just um, how crazy was that process? It was super crazy because it took up 20, like 24-7, like all my time with the recruiting process because everything was like, on social media and an email and then you would get letters in the mail and then they'd be like, we want you to come up on a weekend visit. So most every weekend I was gone on visits and then I was on my phone when I wasn't on a visit. Right. I was texting coaches, sending out film. It was just a lot, it was hectic. It's fun. Um, so uh, West Point, correct? Yes, sir. Is where you've committed to Army and stuff. Um, I assume you visited there. How cool was that? It was super cool. I didn't really know what to expect the moment I stepped on campus because it's you know it's different being a military school and I was like it's going to be a lot different than everywhere I've been but in reality it wasn't really much different like facility wise and football wise it's all the same obviously you're doing different things you know when you're not in football you're going to have different like types of classes and different like training and military aspects but it kind of felt like home when I stepped on campus it was it was a feeling I really didn't feel anywhere else so it was pretty cool yeah I've told uh I told all three of my boys the same thing when you went to, you know, mm -hmm. college visits, you know, you, you just know. Um, you and, and all three of them have, uh, from South Carolina to App State to Tennessee, they've all known. Um, outside of West Point, was there one school that was just really kind of like, oh, wow, I'm here? Like, what, I mean, you're, you could be on all of everything, mm -hmm. but was there one school that was just kind of like, okay, wow? I was a pretty big fan of South Carolina. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, their facilities were pretty top-notch. Good answer, no. They, no, they were, uh, they, it kind of blew me away because that was one of the first schools, like, I visited that was, like, a Power 5 school. Okay. And so it was my sophomore year, and I'd not really seen a lot of places, and I saw, like, kind of the magnitude of, like, what you get while playing football there, and I was kind of like, okay. I'd not seen that anywhere else. And I was like, well, I'd not been to a lot of big places before. I was kind of, like, shocked, like, this is what the life is of, like, a student-athlete there and, like, what you get. So I went um, to three kicking camps while I was in high school. Okay. In between my uh, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year and stuff, and went to three, and they were all at South Carolina. Okay. So I got to kick at Williams-Brice. And I remember walking into Williams-Brice going, okay, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is insane. So I get, I yep. get the idea. You're hottest place on the face of the earth, though. <laughs> it is hot. <laughs> Although now in Charlotte, who knows. But uh, I just remember walking away from Columbia going, this is brutal. So to get to where you are at and where you're going. Family has to be important. I know you talk about parents driving you places early in the morning, getting you to practices, getting you to workouts, making sure you eat correctly, stay on top of great stuff. How important has family been? They've been really important and my parents and everyone in my family have been super supportive of me, especially like my mom every week she's like, what food do you need for the week? What do you need to fuel your body to gain weight? Whatever. My dad has driven me everywhere. The amount of times we've had to hop in the car for recruiting trips and just drive eight hours like on the spot. He's driving me and he goes and fetches all my footballs while I'm kicking, just goes out there and films for me. And so my parents have been really supportive and have helped me, you know, get to where I am and I couldn't do it without them. So along those lines, you talk about family, you talk about sports. To get where you're going uh, in terms of West Point, obviously um, scholastics have to come into play. So how have you stayed on your grades the way you have? have, you have how tough has it been to set a schedule? Because mm -hmm. we're at a point now where high school football has changed. Yes. You know, when I was high school football, it was you played you know, September to you know, November, and that was it. Mm -hmm. You might practice in August for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I, you know, I've had a couple of boys play 
it, it's almost like college to a point now where it's you know almost 24 7 stuff so how do you keep the grades going and how do you kind of you know schedule your time out it's hard to schedule a timeout um, because like you wake up, you go to school, you have practice, you got homework, and then you have to re like start it all over again. And a lot of times you're tired after practice and you don't want to do your homework and you're like, well, I can just put it off and it's going to build on you. So it's just remembering like to play football, you have to take care of the grades parts because now with like all the rules and like at our school, if you don't maintain a certain GPA or anything, you're not allowed to play football. And so it's been super, they've cracked down on academics and it's kind of forced all of us to be like, you know what, if we want to play football, we have to put grades first and get our job done, get the job done in the classroom. And then recruiting's even pushed out farther because all the coaches are like, well, what's your SAT score, ACT score, GPA? And you have to send, that's one of the first things they ever ask you. And so if you don't meet the standards for college, they're going to say, we'll move on to the next guy because there's so many recruits out there. Right. Let me ask you this and go along those lines. I've had a couple of coaches on and a couple of other players, and we've talked about this in, in a couple of a couple of times I've asked the question. Um, and you can answer it. You don't have to answer it if you don't do. The transfer portal in terms of, um, I, you know, for me, I, I, I struggle with it. Um, I get if, you know, their kid's in college and they were recruited by a coach and that coach leaves and they were just so attached to that coach and they want to move, I get that. The ones where the kids are like, I'm just not getting playing time, I want to go somewhere else. Um, What's your thought on the transfer portal? And do you like it? Do you not like it? Because obviously, to me too, it takes away from some of the high school mm -hmm. kids getting the chance to play. Yes. So have you, have you thought about it? I mean, because obviously you were mm -hmm. recruited. So what's your thoughts on that? I have pretty mixed emotions about it because there's some things in it where I'm like, you know, if something happens at a school and stuff and a coach leaves and everything, it's like I think the players, if they want to be able to go, should be able to go. But there's other times where it's like all the college players are just like, oh, I want this, this, that. And – they're like, well, I can. They can never just stick it out and just play. And like, I think it teaches a lot of bad things in life. So talk to me a little bit about NIL. I know personally for me, I don't really like it for high school. I get it for college, high school wise. I don't know. Just talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on the NIL for high school kids. I haven't seen a big like part of the NIL in high school. I haven't really. I haven't seen anything at all. At least when it comes to me, and my teammates, and we haven't really got anything. So it's hard to really see what it does to high school athletes because. I'm not a part of it, and so, I mean, do I think high school players should be just getting paid? Not really, right. um, especially, and then, like, getting paid to go to colleges, I think. I mean, that's been happening for years, I think, you know. Right, under the not, table, not right, under the table, exactly, right. But publicly, I think that creates a lot of locker room issues and can create a lot of problems. So I'm not the biggest fan of it, but, again, I don't really see a big part, like, a, I don't really see it a lot, so I don't really, like. Because what gets to me is, you know, to me, there's just a purity about high school sports. Mm -hmm. You know, it just it is what it is. It's like the last pure thing mm -hmm. left in sports, in terms of of, of just yeah, moral good mm -hmm. stuff and just slowly dwindling away. And, and we know, and, and we've talked about I talked with uh, Coach Griner from West Charlotte last week a little bit. Like you know, we're talking about the transfer portal. I mean, there are high school kids who will put on their social media, you know, God bless, I'm transferring to this school from mm -hmm. one school to another. And sometimes I get it, mm -hmm. but it's just it's it's almost wedging its way into high schools, and it, and it gets a little crazy. Um, so, with the success you've had, and 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 getting all you know the the exposure and, and making trips, and now going to West Point, um, being a teenage young man, is it hard to keep your head like not blowing up? Like, look at me, I'm the man. <laughs> is is it hard to kind of you know to keep it to be humble? Mm -hmm. 
It's hard in uh, some ways, and sometimes it's really not because if you go like now social media, you can see what everyone's getting offer wise and visit wise. And so a lot of times you're sitting there like, well, this kid just got this offer. They just got this visit, and you're like, well, that's one an offer I wanted. Or so you're always seeing people that maybe are getting things that you want, and so sometimes it's easy now to be like, I want that, so I'm gonna go chase after that instead of getting big headed. But sometimes then when you get something, it's like well, I just got this. You got to remember, like, you got to keep chasing. You can never just get satisfied because you just got to keep working to get what you want. So we talk about um, going to West Point and afterwards mm -hmm. and career and stuff like that. Is there any thought of progressing and, 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 and getting a shot at the pros? Has that even entered your mind as you work through all of this? Mm -hmm. I mean, it has entered my mind because I'm like, I'd love to go play professional football. I've got trained with a lot of different NFL kickers and specialists, and so like I see what they can do, and I'd be like, well, I want to work hard, and I want to get to that level. Realistically, it's a very hard goal because there's 32 kickers, 32 punters in the NFL. Right. So it's, it's a really hard goal, but obviously I'm going to work, and if I can get to that level, I'd love to. But the nice thing about West Point is I know that if I don't get to that, I'm going to be set for life, and I'm going to be able to go into a career that I want and go serve and – so in terms of the NFL, um, who do you think the best kicker is today? Today, the best kicker? I have to say Justin Tucker. Tucker yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, man's got a leg. He does. He's got a cannon. I still go back to Adam Vinatieri mm -hmm. and all the uh, all the stuff he did. But, yeah, when you mentioned, yeah, 32 kickers, yeah, 30. 32 punters. Um, but, of course, there's a lot less kickers in high school and college, I guess, yes. also. Yes. Um, and then I guess my last question for you is, um, how do you shake off the moments where things don't go as well? Miss a kick, shank a punt. How do you kind of regroup? Uh, mentally, I just regroup and I think, you know what, like everyone makes mistakes. The best players in the world will make mistakes. Something one of my coaches have told me is like, our offensive line coach was like, well, the NFL offensive linemen, they all make mistakes every game. Like the pros do it, so like why can't y'all make a mistake and just get past it and just keep going because everyone does it and we're young. Like in high school, all of us are 16, 17 playing football and it's like their 20s and the 30s. It's like we're so much younger and it's like we have to learn like it's okay to make a mistake and it's like what you do after it that matters. And so it's taken a lot to learn that because a lot of times it's hard. Everyone's like you made a mistake and you put your head down. And I've, I've had my fair share of those moments. But uh, working on keeping my head up and realizing like – you got another chance to go out and just let's prove yourself on the next one. I did actually have one more question, so my apologies. So, um, you open play this week? We do. We play Reagan. Right. So, talk to me a little bit about them. What do you know about them? What has the coach talked about? What does it take to, to get a win against a team like that? Well, first of all, our coach says they're a very quality opponent. They have a lot of really, really talented players, and it's going to be a tough football team. Um, but we're just focusing on us and what we do as a team and not really necessarily like – what everyone else does we want to be the best version of ourselves as we can and be the best team we can and then we feel like if we just go out and be the best team we can we're going to go out and we're going to beat some people and we're excited about the season yeah cool Dawson Jones thank you for having thanks me thanks for your time man best thank of you. luck uh, this year at Marmor Ridge good luck in Army thank you I know you'll do everybody proud thank thanks you. and thank you guys for watching the 704 High School Highlight Podcast thanks for just uh, sticking with us and uh, checking out Dawson here and all he's doing and all he will do and uh, just make sure that uh, you check us out wherever you listen or watch your podcast Make sure you uh, like, comment, share. We love to keep in contact. If you have any guest ideas or questions, make sure you hit me up uh, at bayhagglesports.com. And until then, 
Have a great week.